0: Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello and welcome to Marvel Movie Marathon at the BAMPOW Televisions.
1: As good voice cracks. I will hit <laughs> puberty
0: one day. It will be great and magical, I am told.
1: Oh, Malia's going to be so happy. She
0: will be. It'll be less weird. Oh! So.
1: <laughs> now it got weird and sad and I have regrets. Yep.
0: That... That's actually it's like, my like every life.
1: interaction with
2: Kenneth. Yeah, just weird and <laughs> sad. And then everybody Full of regret. Full So, regret. anyway,
0: we are here to talk about Marvel's premier do-gooder, Captain America. Woo! He was the first Avenger, if you don't count Namor, and he's the best Avenger, if you don't count most of the rest of them. So...
1: <laughs> We're in fight
0: already! I just, I love Wonder Man so much.
1: Oh my god! I, I can't even be mad about that because I know you're full I, of shit. You're full of shit. Nobody loves
2: Wonder Man.
0: At, at best, you tolerate him. He's
2: garbage.
0: So, uh, as you probably have guessed, we're here to talk about the best fifth, Avenger, the fifth movie, mm-hmm. uh, Captain America First Avenger. It came out at a time that I should have looked up ahead of time.
1: It was the same year as Thor. Really? Yeah, Thor was- Wow, a- so
0: they had like a 3 year Drop, and then two oh, yeah. more in the same year? Interesting. Because
1: yeah. then, yeah, Thor and Cap were in the same year, and then um, uh, Avengers was- Avengers was 2012. Was, yeah, So 2012. it was 2011. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All
2: three movies came out while I was in New York.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, it was, uh, yeah, Thor in the front half of the year, and then mm-hmm. Cap in the back, and then Avengers in the front half of the year, Iron Man 3 May in the back. May
2: 4th, motherfuckers! Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, yeah, so uh, July 22nd, 2011, clocking in at a solid two hours and five minutes- which is one of the? I feel like all the Captain Americas run a bit long compared it's to true. a lot of the well, other movies.
2: Since the first, like the second one, is a cinematic masterpiece. Oh, and then man, they yeah. had to shove a shit ton of Avengers stuff in the third oh, yeah. one. So. Stuff, yeah. stuff. I don't,
0: I don't blame them for it at all. you, like, went, a little, yeah.
1: you went a little Connery? Yeah, out there. I did. I don't know what happened. I hit my
2: head. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't feel like a long movie, so mm-hmm. I'm not mad.
0: Oh no, no, it, it flowed well. Um, cost them 140 million to make uh worldwide gross was 370 million so did nice. pretty well yeah. not not like basically all the later captain americas those mm-hmm. just printed money and it's ridiculous well that was after
2: avengers yeah. anything after avengers printed money
0: yeah that got a huge bump from that movie
2: The interesting part about this is casting wise, they asked Chris Evans to do it and he'd already been in a Marvel film. He was Johnny Storm from the first Fantastic Four film and um, they asked him to do it and he almost said no because he he has pretty bad uh, anxiety, like crowd anxiety and Mm. stuff. And um, he knew signing on to this would be basically the next 10 years of his life. because oh, yeah. They made him sign a six movie deal. <laughs> yeah. And he actually went and got counseling and talked to a bunch of people about whether or not he even wanted to like sign up for it. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and like he does all the cons and stuff, but they make him really uncomfortable and he, you know, it's not great. And so it was a lot to sign up for, mm-hmm. but <laughs> well, thank fucking oh, Christ yeah, he did. Because he, he is he's a fantastic the Captain perfect America. perfect Captain like,
0: America. he's... A nice blend of, like, 40s goober Mm -hmm. and total badass. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. And, like, he just has... He's actually... Like, Chris Evans, the actor, is very funny. He has really great comedic timing. And if you watch a lot of the movies before this one, he plays a little shit in most of them. Oh, yeah. And, like, Steve Rogers is a little shit. He's sarcastic and mean and, like, I don't know. He's hes just, like, not mean mean, but he's not mean-spirited. But he can be kind of a dick sometimes. And I think Chris Evans is perfect.
1: Well, yeah, he's he's stubborn to a fault. Yep. That's is sort of his. That is both one of the good things about him and one of the bad things about him. Is yeah, that he, he has the courage of his convictions, and he won't let anybody talk him out of it. Talk him out of it, you know.
0: The, the, also, compromise sometimes, bro. Yeah,
1: also that.
2: So it's that he won't not mm, if he's right, no. which isn't great when you weigh ninety pounds and have
1: every disease known <laughs> to man.
0: Yeah, and keep getting punched in the face.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. Um, one of the things I really like about the movie version of this is his relationship with Bucky. Yeah, I really because in the comics, at you know in the old school comics, uh, Bucky was just a kid. He was like twelve, mm-hmm.
3: and, and he
1: was a murderous spy. So yeah, that's that's in the the update. In the, no, I thought even back then. No, he was mostly just a kid who ran around with Steve, and he mm-hmm. would like but, drive the tank and stuff.
0: Oh, I thought he's still like shot people with, yeah. with his machine gun that he was carrying around as a 12 year old
1: okay that might have happened i get yeah wait.
0: no it, it was real well, weird
2: no joke like this is one of the ones where i'm really <laughs> glad they redid the origin because mm-hmm. originally steve rogers was steve rogers like guy in the army and yes. also captain america like at night or something mm-hmm. and like that's dumb yeah how do you was he a 90 pound asthmatic in the original story yes and then they gave him the super soldier serum. Yes. And he still had like a secret identity for God. So yeah, no he's, he was
1: still in the army, but he was like private Rogers during the day. And then they would send him on secret Captain America runs and them at night. So he just 12 year sleep. old Bucky. Yeah. Well, there's, you do. there's a great scene where Bucky finds out because he comes into 12 year old Bucky comes into Steve's like tent while he's changing into the outfit.
0: Bro. bro, bro. Like, <laughs> knock, knock on the flap.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, when when Brewbreaker took over for the Captain America run, he actually updated Bucky's backstory to have him be sixteen when he first runs meets up with Steve, which is a little young for the army, but definitely old enough. Like he could have lied, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so at that point, Steve is I think only twenty two or twenty three, yeah. so their age age range is much closer. Uh, That's but, cool. But I really like how in this one they grew up together, so they have this great. Um, Well, that's a
2: good basis for their relationship. Is Mm -hmm. that Steve's running around being Steve and getting into fights? He needs somebody like Bucky to help get him out of that. Normal sized.
0: Who's (laughs) normal
2: sized? And like the idea that, you know. Bucky is kind of what Steve wishes he could be, but he just doesn't have the physicality to do it. And, mm-hmm. you know, Bucky is, I feel like Bucky's joining up because that's what you do and because that's what Steve would do. And, he, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, just being around Steve Rogers makes you want to be a better person. Oh, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and we see in some of the other films before this, you know, we get to see Thor with his family and with Sif and the Warriors 3. We get to see Tony with, with Pepper, with Pepper and, and Rhodey. And, so it's, and even
0: Obadiah. Dude was a dick, but he was... But he was his family. Functionally family. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Up until, you know, actual heart from his yeah, actual chest. Yeah, s- stole his mm-hmm. heart space. But yeah, so everybody
2: needs somebody. Mm-hmm. And I think that... I think it humanizes Steve a little bit, that he's not just by himself and then makes a friend, that he had somebody that left. And it's another driving force to get him to say yes to the serum. Mm-hmm. Like, he signed up for an <laughs> experimental program that had never been tested on humans before. Because he just wants to be with Bucky. He wants to be in the fight. He wants to matter. And it's just a... it's. It did get tested
0: on the Red Skull. Okay. To, to be fair.
2: And Without the vitaries.
0: Terribly a, wrong. That was
1: not a successful no. test. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that wasn't <laughs> that, was that was
0: not
2: a sanctioned <laughs> test either.
1: <laughs> I feel like you see what happened to the Red Skull and you would be like, I'm a pass. Yeah. I'm a pass. If, okay, uh, but... Steve heard what
2: happened to the Red School and still went, "Yeah, all right. I'm in." Like yeah, well, this man drives Steve, me crazy.
0: <laughs> he honestly was a bit too driven by by wanting to join up. Like at some point, and you know it would be against his his Steve Rogers well, nature, pro- but the, like
2: the problem with Steve, sorry, go ahead.
0: Oh, it's just there, there's no shame in being the dude working at the factory. No,
2: and... there isn't. But that's not who he is. Like, oh, sure. He basically, Just... like, it's one of the things everybody knows, but the serum gave him the body he should have had, and it's the body that matches what's on the inside. And, mm-hmm. like, Steve is always going to want to be able to do the things that he can do as Captain America, and being a 90-pound asthmatic doesn't stop that. He's mm-hmm. still going to try because he's a fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, he definitely could have stayed home. He could have... He didn't have to join... He didn't have to go overseas to be a part of the war effort. And Bucky calls him out on it when they say goodbye there before Steve goes to apply again. And he's like, yeah, because you've got nothing to prove. Mm -hmm. And it's definitely there's he he says that he wants to sign up because it's the right thing to do. And that is part of it. And
2: he can't give any less than anyone else
1: is giving. Yeah. But there's also there's also the, the fact of his dad and his mom both. Died. Well, his dad was
2: in the army. Yeah. And his mom was a nurse. And I assume she was a nurse in the army during World War One. So, like, it's a legacy thing. And, you know, he wants to stand up and do what's right. And
1: at that time, that was joining the army. Well, it seems like at this point, basically, his whole family is dead. All he's got left is Bucky. And Bucky's going overseas, too. Right. So how can he be home alone? Yeah.
2: (coughs) Anyway, should we talk about the film?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So he weirdly gets stuck and gets big. And then okay well let's
2: let's talk so <laughs> steve and bucky are our best friends steve gets into fights and bucky kind of helps him get out of them mm-hmm. we get the first line of i could do this all day yes which is so steve rogers i can't breathe we got um i had him on the ropes which is important <laughs> yes. for later and um, there's a moment when they say goodbye to each other. We get the punk and the jerk. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't realize this till, like the second or third time watching this film. But like there's a moment when they break up and Steve walks into the well-lighted um, testing area and Bucky walks into the dark grounds of the um, the fair fair. Metaphors. And it's fucking this metaphor of like. Steven is walking into his actual future as Captain America that is bright and sunshiny and based on what happens in the film Bucky is walking toward basically his death/brainwashing slash brainwashing for the yeah. next 70 years. <laughs> 70 well, years of It's so Cold fucking Moore's
1: dark. Spine. the the end of this person that that even the person that bucky becomes during the war that we see yeah. in the film is not the person that he, he was, was when, he left. when he when he said goodbye to Steve.
2: Right. Steve is walking toward the person he should have been the entire time and Bucky is walking toward losing himself and mm-hmm. it's like so Oof. fucking intense. Yeah. But then we get to meet Erskine who's hilarious oh. and they have that
1: conversation. I say we skip up, we skipped over the part where in the alley or right before they go to the fair Steve says where are we going and Bucky says the future. Which is like another just shot to the fucking heart. Mm-hmm. Thanks, movie. Oh, and then uh, oh, and they meet Howard Stark.
0: Yeah, with his flying car,
2: his
1: flying car that doesn't actually fly. Like he do. said, almost.
0: Yeah, I love I love Dominic Cooper
2: as Howard. He's great. Yeah. he's
1: great. He's perfect. He's perfect. We don't we don't get to see him as much in this film as like I would appreciate. Well, we but, get like, him in so we get him in, in, in Agent Carter, which is which is fantastic.
2: Uh,
0: yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not not as not much. as much it as we would want. Should be still.
2: Um, but, yeah, we get to meet Erskine and a really important conversation. Do you want to kill Nazis? hmm No. I don't like bullies. I don't care where you're from.
0: Yeah. And my heart <sighs> melted.
2: Look. Yeah! It's, it's, and I was one, it's one line that basically sums up who's Steven. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. And I like that he doesn't give a shit. This dude's from Germany. He's just curious. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is everything a test. And no joke, like when Erskine says maybe it's time to give the little guy a shot and, like, Chris Evans acting even through all the weird CGI they did to make him his giant head on that tiny body. Yeah, that holds up well. It yeah, holds up so. well, but, like, his face acting in that moment because you just see he's, like, really tense and you just see his eyes kind of get a little bigger, mm-hmm. like, wide and then his shoulders relax and it's, like, ugh, so good, so good.
1: Well, Steve finally get a chance? And then we meet Peggy. Oh my god, I love Peggy Carter so much, my heart could explode.
0: Yeah. She's, I just, I want stupid Agent Carter back, and the Inhumans took that from me.
2: Uh, Forever angry. The Inhumans and ABC not knowing how to market something.
0: Yeah. Boo.
2: Like, for real, they have all those dumb ass shows during the summer, and they could have just kept giving us eight episodes of Agent Carter Mm -hmm. for summer. It could have lasted forever.
0: Very frustrating but it's fine so
2: the first time we meet agent carter she gets weirdly hit on by a gross dude named hodge
0: she punches <laughs> him right
2: in the fucking face and, and it then was great.
0: tommy lee jones comes up and it's like <laughs> get, get on your feet soldier
2: surprising delight tommy lee jones oh yeah he is fucking great throughout this whole film he has some of the best lines
0: is it the oh, yeah. i'm not gonna kiss you <laughs> because is that i really and like that. The, look
1: at him he's gonna make me cry <laughs> he's still skinny he's still skinny <laughs> he's so great i love tommy lee jones yeah he's got a special place in my heart
0: yeah he is he is delightful um so yeah he goes through weird basically boot, boot camp. camp uh and he does, does okay he he's not great doesn't die so mm-hmm. honestly at this point that's good for him
1: he wins at the flag thing
0: yeah
2: through smarts yes because he's a tactician i really wish i like how quietly <laughs> he wanted it too. like everyone's like fighting and fighting and he's just standing and waiting and then everyone's like, oh, get
1: back into formation. She's like, no, no, I'm going to try a thing. Yeah. Well, that for me is a nice bookend to the way we the way we see Peggy react to Steve in that scene is a bookend to the way we see Steve react to Peggy in her first scene. We see her punch that guy and Steve's like, yeah, all right. Yep. <laughs> um, and then when he gets the flag, we see Peggy react to him. And, and she's, she's like, yep. Yeah, she, she notices how smart he is and you see her going yeah, all
2: right, all right. Well, really he's smart. He hasn't been weird around her, and he's like polite, but not in like a sexist way, which mm-hmm. I think is all refreshing for Peggy.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, because she
1: deals with d- a lot of fucking shit. Yeah, does shit, not I'm look sure. like
0: she gets a lot of respect there at times. No, Mm-mm. and yeah, then he gets stuck.
1: Uh they have. Such and a- he gets
0: big. He's in biggin'. It's like
1: He has such a nice conversation with Peggy in the back of that taxi <laughs> when he's like, "Oh, I got beat up here, yeah. and here, and, and, in and that also alley, there,
0: and in that one." And
1: she's like, "What?" <laughs> did, and he what? fumbles about trying to talk to girls I just
2: don't know why a beautiful date well you're not
1: a dame a woman a beautiful I mean a, oh no <laughs> but yeah her she has a, a line about she knows what it's like to have every door shut in your face which is such a nice quiet representation of what it must be like to try to be a woman in the army in the 1940s Oh yeah. well in a nice way of saying
2: hey man it really sucks you're little I guess but like also <laughs> come on women. Yeah, like,
1: we, we've all
0: got some problems <laughs> let's put
2: some shit into perspective here dude and then they go to a secret installation.
0: Yeah, uh, in Brooklyn, with an awesome lady mani- manning it with her with her machine gun.
1: <laughs> let's let's have a let's have a book about her. I bet she's great. I bet yeah, she's great. She's
0: had an interesting life. Mm-hmm. Probably a spy in World War One.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I so assume. so Steve gets all strapped in. We see Howard's there. Howard is a little weird with Steve. Where when Steve gets into the big contraption, he's just talking around yeah, him. Yeah, like
2: Steve's not there. Yeah. Or yeah, he's like a specimen. I think Howard like. I feel like Howard's not great with people. Yeah. And
0: he's, I think, just in full scientist mode of, hey, here's this experiment. Steve is functionally a rat for him at this point. Or like
2: a gear in this experiment, Mm -hmm. you know, and Erskine's there. Erskine remembers who Steven is. And like, yeah, that's nice, at least. I like the moment when he gets the penicillin shot. Is like, oh, that wasn't so bad. He's like, bro, we haven't even
1: started.
0: Yeah. And then he gets hella stabbed. And
1: Uh, I can't even imagine what that must feel like. I remember remember when I was a kid and I would go through growth spurts and you could like the pain of your bones growing. Oh, yeah. And you couldn't sleep at night. I feel like it's like that, but times a million.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Well, it's a tough scene just because like he starts screaming and like it was all jokes beforehand. Like, oh, is it too late to go to the bathroom? You know, he's kind of he's there, but he starts screaming and both Erskine and Peggy are like, no, turn it off. Turn it off. And there's that moment where he's like, no, I can do this. And it's like baby Steve is like just for the first time, I'm getting a chance. Let me fucking have it.
0: Yeah. <coughs> yeah oh. so. me every time. <laughs> and then it pops open. And,
2: and holy shit shitballs.
0: Goddamn. He got real big.
1: Woo! Yeah, he did. Wow. He's
0: got muscles and on he's muscles. All, like,
1: he's all like sweaty and sweaty. Yeah, and and I'm, like, somehow
0: got tanned in there.
1: <sighs> yes, he is
2: much tanner. He's so much tanner. Oh, God. He looks real good, though. They did some good work at Superhero Boot Camp on uh, Chris Evans. Yes, they did.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, he comes out. Peggy grabs his boob a little bit. Look, how can you not? Yeah, after. I mean, that's inappropriate, I'd, yeah, I'd wanna... Pegs.
0: Yeah, you know.
1: It's fine. Uh, but then, uh, what's his face? Thorin Oakenshield shows up and shoots him.
3: <laughs> Holy shit. That's...
1: Yeah,
2: that's Thorin oh, Oakenshield. Oh,
0: weird. Also, there's
2: a great moment where Peggy goes, how do you feel? And he goes, taller. Yeah. <laughs> that is definitely not what she meant, but cool. <laughs> But yeah, he shows up, he's a German spy, he blows stuff up, and then he shoots fucking Erskine.
0: Yeah, which sucks.
2: But we got um, Steve's murder face. Like, yeah. He yeah, makes he that face, pissed. and he's like, this is not the Steve Rogers you want to deal with because he's got the body to match now, motherfucker. <laughs> mm-hmm. And watching him, like, run, and he, like, looks down at himself yeah, like Yeah, he's he can't like, what, what is
0: happening with my body? And oh, we skipped
2: over Peggy is like, the greatest shot in the
1: history of time. Oh, she yeah. As the, the guys driving away from her, oh. she aims and she shoots. She takes right takes the back of his head. Yeah, the yeah. driver,
2: just like that, Peggy. Peggy.
1: And then you could see if she just had another second, even with that guy driving at her, she it, he might have hit her, Man. but she'd have taken it. Yeah, out. it was yeah. real
0: close. I I feel like Steve's no. Did Steve did the right did thing. The right there. thing. <laughs> Steve
2: did the right. She was waiting a little too long. Yeah. And then watching him run and be like, "Oh my god!" Also, he can't turn right. Yeah, that's like a staple of Captain America. (laughs) He goes through the window because he's like,
0: oh shit, my body weighs too much for me to know what to do with at this point.
2: And he fucking hurdles that like nine foot fence.
0: Yeah. Very silly. (laughs) The chase ensues. Spy gets away a bit.
1: Oh my god, I love he He takes that little ginger kid hostage. Yeah,
0: and then throws him in the water. And the kid's like,
1: it's okay, I can swim. I can swim. Like, go get
0: him. You tell him, little ginger boy.
2: Look, that is uh, Jessica Spencer's favorite character. Oh,
0: that's one of my favorite parts of the movie. No well, it's such a
2: good part too because, like, we're in Brooklyn. All these people are part of the war effort. They, this kid probably has seven jobs and doesn't go to school. Yeah. like they're all pretty self sufficient, you know. And like, it's nice of Steve to want to do it, but I like that they gave that kid his own agency and.
1: They're like, nah, man, I'm good. I know how to swim. Go yeah. get that guy. And his mom was physically trying to attack the bad guy. The bad guy. And the yeah. dude had to, like, hold her and away. she's just screaming and flailing. <laughs> Not my kid! I'll kill you! I'm a New Yorker!
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh she's God.
1: from Brooklyn. <laughs> different.
0: different. I'm a California person. I don't no, understand true. all that well, New York jibber I lived there
2: for a little while. Best Coast. Yeah, it's true. Oh, Anyway, he catches the bad guy. Because he can swim faster than a fucking a submarine. Chasing a submarine down
0: underwater and punching it. just, like,
2: punches it. through the glass <laughs> underwater? Underwater. Because he's, like, real strong now. Sure, why not? And definitely Kay. isn't weighed down by all of that <laughs> musculature.
3: Yeah.
1: And then he chucks the guy up. Was frankly hilarious. Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: Tries to in- interrogate him. Dude cyanide-tooths himself. Blah. Dies.
1: And then he just stands there staring at himself He's like,
0: huh? Look at me. I'm, I'm very buff now.
1: I'm very buff. Super hot. Large. Super hot. Super hot. Uh, but then, yeah, so then we have the meeting with Peggy and um, the colonel. And he's mean. And he's mean. He tells Steve that he's not worth anything. He's not enough. Oh, my God. And that's go like to a really now. tough
2: part, too. You know, I asked for an army and all I got was you and you're not enough. And, like, mm-hmm. how long has Steve heard that his entire mm-hmm. life? Like, every single time he tries anything. Ugh. Like,
0: just have him run black ops or something
2: like why not utilize him he's trained it mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense to send him to a lab or a facility like that's just i think he's other, just pissy
0: other than i can definitely see the colonel's point from the facility portion of yeah least, that, like trying like, to dupe the let's serum. reverse engineer this yeah. and yeah. get some more of you
2: but he he has blood all the time you know you just take blood from I him three times a week and so. ship it to alamogordo yeah. they don't need him there that's true yeah and then he gets seduced by a fast-talking senator and then
1: he's wearing tights. <laughs> and, I, mean, I don't think I can do
0: that. Selling a lot of bonds. So the senator 10, wasn't 10% wrong.
1: bump in every city he visits. Every bond you buy is a bullet in the barrel of your best guy's gun.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and so he does stuff. And
1: He lifted things. a motorcycle with three chicks on
2: it he just did. because. I, mean, I love that scene. That whole <laughs> montage of him just like traveling around, signing stuff, and meeting girls, and kissing babies, and dancing. Loved it.
1: Well, and then we have the the unfortunate segue into who wants to help me suck old off on the jaw, and then it's real that was hilarious. awkward. They really yeah. should have
2: rewrote it for that part. That yeah. was uncomfortable. Though I, I think he like takes it all in stride. Like I feel like he knows this is weird. Yeah, yeah he's and then, just like,
0: what? If, what if I get the girls back? Yeah,
2: and the guys will bring back the girls,
1: and he's like, well, I think they only know the one song, but yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: let me let me go see what I can do.
2: It
1: Bye. was it was nice seeing him even in this new body. Be super awkward about something. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like so uh, nervous. I don't. Uh, I, um. Yeah, I could go get them. I get okay. Yeah. Well, and then Peggy's back,
2: and uh, we got a moment where it shows that he's an artist, which is nice. Yes. Yeah,
0: because that comes up a. a well, I guess it's not really a plot point later, but it just—it shows
2: it's a part of who he is. Yeah, as a person, he has more and, than just yeah, being Captain America. It kind of lets you like flesh out his character. He was sick all the time. He had to do something and keep his brain
3: mm-hmm. entertained.
2: And what can you do when you're sick all the time? You can draw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know it gives him a nice—I
1: don't know—side of him. Yeah, because I don't think we really talk about that much in any of the movies, do we? Like we like we see him sketch no. in a deleted scene from Avengers. Yeah,
0: yeah. I was thinking of comics, so ignore yeah. it anyway.
2: Well, it sucks that you know in all the movies he's been in so far, there just hasn't been time for that those kind of character beats, or they get mm-hmm. made and they don't get put into the movie, mm-hmm. and that does suck. But it's nice in this moment that we just have that tiny kernel of knowledge about him that he's yeah. a pretty good drawer artist, and like he has a funny bent, and
1: he can be self deprecating. Yeah, he draws himself as a dancing monkey. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then we find out that the audience was the remains of the 107th, which mm-hmm. Bucky was a Bucky part of. where Bucky went. And since Bucky wasn't there... He's probably dead.
0: Time
2: so. to go punch someone. Oh, yeah. Well, this is one of my favorite lines from um, Captain Phillips. If it isn't the Star-Spangled Man, what is your Star-Spangled... What is it? What is your plan today? What is your plan today? Yeah. Oh, the Star-Spangled Star Man with a plan. What is your plan today? Ugh, he's so
1: good. Yeah. Tommy Lee Jones has such a... Such a good, like, patter or, a, like, a yeah. way of forming sentences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, and so then um, Steve decides, well, he's going to go punch he, every Nazi between him and Bucky. He's not going to
2: change. He's just going to put on a different pair of pants and a jacket, steal a helmet with mm-hmm. the A on it. Yeah. Take his fake-ass shield and steal a car. Yeah. Because he's got to go check on Bucky. Yeah. And he's going to
1: drive, what was it, 30, 30 miles? 30
2: miles into enemy territory. Yeah. Smart. So, real Peggy's smart. He's like, not dumb
1: at all.
0: what if? What if? We just fly into it instead.
1: What if we take your plan and then we make it good? Yes.
0: Slightly more airborne.
1: (laughs) That's what Peggy's here for. Okay, I I hear your plan. Let's
2: make it actually a plan. Let's Mm -hmm. make it workable. All I'm hearing right now are goals. I'm looking more for I'm not looking for steps. I'm looking for steps here. I have a goal. Let's move it out. And so that, yeah, Howard flies them over into enemy territory. And we have our first awkward Steve, second awkward Steve with a girl oh do you guys uh fondue? You guys fondue? You fondue it's not a metaphor but it's just cheese yeah. fondue is great but it's Fondu not sexy great. times it's not well I mean, uh, you're
0: you're not fondue you're not right. fondue right?
2: <laughs> i do love the moment where like he tells him he's like getting ready to jump out of the plane and peggy's like no we're gonna take you all the way there and he's like no i'm gonna jump and you're getting out of here mm-hmm. and she's like you can't give me orders and he's like huh yes i can i'm a captain yeah I, like, I don't think that's really exactly how that
0: works, but <laughs>
2: really. Well no, I mean the Senator did say would you like a what do you say, like a promotion? Mm-hmm. Just, so like legally he probably is a captain, but I don't think he got there right. Does the
1: senator have the
2: right to give someone in the army? I feel like during war it might be different, and maybe well, he does. I bet
0: he just pulled some strings, called up an old buddy in the yeah. army and was like, Hey, run this guy up.
2: Yeah, okay. I'm okay. sure it was that. Yeah, and then he fuck at least when he jumped out of this plane he had a
1: goddamn parachute that's true that's literally the only time we ever see him do that (sighs) which is great no No, parachutes I
0: love that (laughs) that makes me happy that is is his shtick
1: All right. well and then we fight 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 yeah and he he... okay but like (laughs) I really like this because
2: he like sneaks into the back of that truck and Mm. then like beats those two dudes up but instead of just keeping them with him in the truck he throws them out like a fucking trail out the back of the car I'm like what are you doing Steve as you do and then he sneaks around an enemy encampment with the stars and stripes on his back. Like,
0: yes. As you do.
2: Captain America is not made for covert ops. No. <laughs> not he's, really. He's pretty ridiculous. He's good at the punch a punch. <laughs> yeah. He's very good. You can tell Like he's trained. You know, He actually took boot camp seriously. He mm-hmm. did his best. He learned what was needed. Mm-hmm. Also, I love Chris Evans' run. It's very bouncy, and it makes me happy.
0: Yeah it's, yeah, it's no Tom Cruise, but it's pretty good.
2: He
1: runs like a weirdo. I love it. Chris Evans' run is fun.
0: Tom Cruise's run is fun, <laughs> and they make fun of it in Cougar Town. And that makes me happy.
1: They do. Oh, my God. We get to read The Howling Commandos. Dum-Dum-Dugan. Oh,
0: man. Yeah, who's oh Damien Dark, apparently? Yeah. That was yeah. weird. Also, that was his actual mustache, and that's very impressive.
1: What? real?
0: Yeah, yeah. He oh grew my that God. mustache. That's
2: amazing. I yeah. like to
0: think in my heart that was also his bowler. And he was just like, oh, well, just I've have got have this these already. Things. I'm ready. I've I like been that training moment my whole life.
2: Where, you know, they're putting the commandos before they're the commandos into a cell together. And he's like, watch it, Fritz. One day I'm going to have a stick, too. Mm-hmm. It was very good. Yeah. You just get these beats where you know who these people are. Oh, yeah. And, and then, then they rescue they the commandos. Really well, well no. Like, Steve's just, like, wandering around looking for something. Yeah. And then, like, he beats that dude up. And they're like, hey,
1: who are you supposed to be? I'm Captain America. Yeah. What?
2: I'm
0: fucking Goober.
1: Goober! Such a yeah, because he lets them all loose. And he's like, OK, go out. Um, meet me at the tree line. I'm going to rescue whoever I can. And I'll meet you there. And they're like, well, don't you want backup yeah like do you know what you're doing at all no it's fine i've, I've punched out adolf hitler over 200 times they like, don't know what that means steve yeah. <laughs> it's literally they don't nothing. know what that means and yeah. there was kenna's favorite moment it
2: makes me so happy
0: because they're like oh you oh, know, are we oh, gonna take everybody taking... i'm from fresno ace Don't ah! be fresno don't be, shout out
2: don't be racist dumb dumb no there were a lot of asian americans fighting in world war ii correct also, fresno <sighs> Uh, I like that line because racism. Because racism. You like I mean, that line because that, that's, that's your hometown. Important,
0: also, <laughs> but more importantly, Fresno, y'all.
2: So we haven't talked a lot about Schmidt here at all. Oh yeah, <laughs> we there, skipped a lot. There's a bad guy. Basically, there's a bad guy. He also took the serum. He found um the cube. What do the, we the, call tesseract. It? the tesseract? The mm-hmm. tesseract. In the comics, it's also known as the cosmic cube, but we're mm-hmm. only going to call it the tesseract. Right. Here. We call it the tesseract. He has harnessed its power with his good buddy Zola. To make weapons, and yeah. that's how he is currently winning this war.
0: Yeah, because he's he's part of Hydra, which mm-hmm, is
2: kind of. d- well, he's part of a- the Nazis in a science division called Hydra. Yeah, he leads. Yeah, Hydra.
0: What? Yeah, so he's, he's their deep science. So he's division. part of Hydra. He
2: is Hydra. Okay, Hydra is part of the Nazis. Get it right. Okay, yeah.
0: so he's part of Hydra. Oh my which god! Is the the deep science division mm-hmm. for the Nazis?
1: Yeah, until until the Red Skull decides that he's too good for the Nazis. Yeah, he's like... Berlin is on this map. I love that line. <laughs> There's something about that line reading that just... Berlin t- is on this map. It just tickles me.
0: Yeah. Well, he's just so, like, surprise offended. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, And then he did.
2: And then he... So, I- yeah, he's, he's cut off ties between himself and Hitler. Mm-hmm. Him and Zola are marching forward with their weapons. Zola is... Their relationship is so interesting to me because I kept waiting for the moment when Red Skull was going to kill Zola... Because that's usually how bad guys roll. Mm -hmm. But then I realized, no, they're actual scientific buddies. Mm -hmm. Like they're friends. They they're friends to a point where a guy like Red Skull could have friends. Yeah. But like they both are just here for the science. It just happens to also be good for war stuff. Yeah.
0: Red Skull just stabs with that science. Sure, sure, sure,
2: sure, sure. But I like that. Yeah. They they, they they get along
0: and they get shit done. Yeah.
2: They have a solid, respectful as loyal as you can be if you're a villain kind of a relationship. Mm -hmm. And I -hmm. I actually really appreciated that throughout this movie. I kept waiting for him to turn on Zola and he never did. Yeah. Yeah. like
0: The absolute worst he did was took the one man rocket and Zola had to cruise out in his car. And in that moment,
2: I really thought that was going to be the moment when Schmidt goes, well, I have your tech. I don't need you anymore. I'm going to leave you to die. But really, he was like, no, I just feel like flying. Can you take the car? Mm -hmm. And it was just such a nice little like bro moment. I don't know. I like yeah, that relationship. You can, you can drive my giant eight mile long penis Man, substitute. Look, I
0: love that car.
2: Red school. I think when he had the serum, his penis crawled up into his body and it's a micro penis now. And that's why everything he owns is three mm-hmm. times the regular size. He's got sense. a very small penis and
1: he's no face. Got a
0: compl- <laughs> oh, his poor face.
2: So anyway, while Steve is running around freeing everyone, Zola and Schmidt notice, obviously. And Schmidt takes one look at Steve fighting and goes, well, we're done here. Yeah, and blows time, time the place up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which seems drastic. I think it's just another symbol of how good Schmidt thinks he he is. You know, like, he thinks he's unstoppable and basically an immortal. So if he sees someone with his powers, he's like, oh, well, we're done. Because mm-hmm. obviously he's going to be almost as good as me. It's just a, it's like a character beat for him as a villain that, like, he let the serum go to his head a bit. Yeah.
0: I just feel like get 100 dudes with those zappy guns, go ambush Steve, and shoot mm-hmm. him from, you know, like, Two hundred feet away, keep, I feel like
2: he wouldn't think your your it would work. I feel like he wouldn't like, think it you, would work. Like then you then you have
0: your base still. Mm-hmm. That was a yeah. lot of stuff he blew yeah. up.
1: He blows up the base. He has like seven other bases. Yeah. yeah, but uh, but then Steve gets to rescue Bucky, which is great. Yeah. Um, uh, it's a
2: tough scene, but also it's a fun scene because Bucky's strapped to a table. He's obviously been drugged and probably tortured. And you hear him when Steve walks in. He's just he's repeating Barnes and then his number, like he's doing yeah. the thing Name, you do. Rank and Name rank and serial number. And like he's you can tell he's totally zoned out mm-hmm. and it's not until he hears steve say bucky that like you can see him kind of focus in on like, yeah, what's happening a bit. and then mm-hmm. he, he says steve's name and smiles a little and he's like everything's fine because steve is here mm-hmm.
0: Ugh, i love it. yeah
2: he's like what happened to you i joined the army <laughs> i thought you were dead i thought you were smaller <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like they're while they're leaving together and he's like did it hurt and he's like yeah Is it permanent? So far. Like God, uh, little shits. (laughs) They're they're little shit friends, and I love them a lot.
1: Well, then back at base camp, Phillips is sure that uh, Steve is dead, dead, but turns out not so much. No,
0: no, they captured a sweet tank. Oh, yeah. I'm actually kind of sad that we didn't see the Allies do more with that technology then also. Yeah, we never
2: really see those guns again.
0: Yeah, like uh, we see Stark experimenting on it once yeah. it blows mm-hmm. up he's like oh this has lots of cool power
1: and then it never but comes up yeah again.
0: that that's it a little weird
1: which is interesting because we we see um when in like i mean what we will see in the avengers when they get a hold of loki staff and what they do with that and well, i mean what hydra does with that anyway but like we don't see any sort of repercussions from that you know very advanced tech falling into the hands of the allies mm-hmm. wow I mean,
2: we do in Avengers. Fury has all those guns.
0: Oh, sure, sure.
2: He but has like, them, remember? Steve goes oh, off to find shit, them. Oh, shit, that's right, yeah. And they had to save all... Because I think those are all, like, the, like they collected the guns, and then they kept them in storage, and then Fury got his hands on them to reverse engineer them.
0: It's just weird, then, that, like, in Agent Carter, the SSR wasn't doing anything with those. Because you think I mean, they would have scooped a lot of them. You're not wrong.
1: Well, I could sort of headcanon that as... Peggy keeping a lid on that shit Yeah maybe she doesn't want us to have it But and so it wasn't until Peggy Peggy and Howard were Were both out of the Game that people maybe like that's Fury when Fury was able to finally get mm-hmm. hands on it. Like, okay. he knew it I existed, but he couldn't get to it until those two people were out. Yeah. And then maybe they were sort of looking into it, but it wasn't really a priority like until I, Thor landed. Yeah. And
2: I feel like Fury, you know, he has plans on plans on plans on plans. And so he knows he doesn't need that level of firepower yet. So it's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, Thor lands and he's like, well, time to yeah, open up this we need again. need
0: to crank the game up. Mm-hmm.
2: I okay. do like, back to this film. I do like, um, You know, everyone thinks Steve is dead, and then all of a sudden there's a commotion, and then um, it's a shot of, like, Steve leading the Howling Commandos into Mm -hmm. base, and it's straight up the exact same shot as when Steve was making the fake film. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, if you look at them side (laughs) by side, it's exactly this, and I thought that was so great. I thought that was amazing.
1: It's a good shout out. My favorite terrible moment from terrible this scene moment. is um, when Steven, after, after Steve and Peggy reunite and they're talking and he's And they have like, that like, I fuck moment. Mm-hmm. So cute. And then Bucky just yells, let's hear it for Captain America! And then everybody cheers and he, Steve looks at Bucky and then Bucky's got this big wide grin and then Steve looks away from Bucky and then Bucky's face His just His whole falls. face just crumples. And he's just devastated. Do you know
2: when I first saw the movie I was like fuck they got him and he's gonna be a bad guy. Like I thought that was like a symbol, a sign for me from the movie makers that they had turned him Mm -hmm. and he was gonna try to kill Steve. Nope! It's just an emotional beat for Bucky because he's realized this guy that he loves who's his best friend who he grew up with protecting no longer has need of him. Can handle himself, can protect himself, has a whole group of people now that know what Bucky has always known about him, so where does Bucky fit in? Mm-hmm. Oh, poor thing. Ugh, it's heartbreaking. But and he went and got himself a girlfriend.
0: Yeah, but then. Steve gets the team together.
2: Yay! And no joke. obviously
0: needs Bucky there.
2: The, that whole thing where like he convinces the Howling Commandos to do it, which didn't take very much. And yeah. then he's like talking to Bucky, and Bucky's like, I can't believe they're gonna do this. And there's that beat where he's like, What about you? Are you gonna follow Captain America? And Bucky goes, Nope, this like 90 pound asthmatic I like. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna follow him as per always. Yeah, that was real nice. And I was like, fucking fuck me up. <laughs> and then Peggy shows up in that
1: dress which is like fuck me up oh my oh god, my right? god. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that she did her hair and her makeup and put on that dress for two minutes just to walk down to the bar talk to Steve and then went back home yes oh yeah she did that for Steve
2: she was to there a for point. two minutes to make a point I also love it because she walks in and Steve very very like professionally keeps his eyes above neck level and Bucky's just checking her out left and right And it's not until she turns to look at the Howling Commandos that Steve does a quick like up down, and then he's right back. Oh yeah, I love it because it's the only moment he allows his eyes to stray. Because Mm -hmm. Steve, at his heart, is respectful and he values women, and he knows what's not all right. You know, and it's just—he's not going to be gross about it. He's not going to be gross about it. And also, he's not great at women, so he just like waits for the exact moment where he can just like look his fill, and then he's back to being professional. Oh, man. And then we go to war. And yeah. Then we get Just that montage, which someone here thinks is too long, which I disagree with.
1: Yes. I would say that there are some some choices in a lot of the fight scenes, um, especially, in, I think, in the montage, where they go for trailer shots. You know, just like slow motion. Well, there is that one dumb does,
2: thing where he slows the shield and his legs cross behind him, and I'm like, all right, that's for the he, trailer. Yeah, he
1: throws he throws the shield right at the camera. You know, the well, that's like he,
2: a 3D shot though. Yeah. That's not a trailer shot. Where
1: like where he jumps the motorcycle like through the burning building, and he where the one where he jumps Come over. Oh, that one's great because he's got that smile on his face after he jumps I mean, through the burning building. There are parts of it that I like, but all together, it's like way
2: too much. Mm-hmm. My favorite one is. I like I like the moment when Bucky saves him with the sniper rifle. Cause it's like Bucky has found his niche. He's found where he belongs. It's next on Steve's left. Yeah. And it's in the air protecting his ass because he doesn't know how to like spatially awareness himself. Yeah. And then I like the moment in the montage when he jumps on the tank and then um
0: the, the little French huge dude, tank. Like the, huge the tank. building size
2: yeah. tank. Dernay, Dernier, whatever. Like tosses him up the thing. And I just like I like they're all working together as a yeah. group. Mm-hmm. Darnia tosses the thing, and in one smooth motion, he catches it and continues the momentum of the arc in order to throw it into the tank. And there's just something like I don't know, almost like ballet about well, it, it. It
0: really helps establish that they've been doing this for right. a while now and are a well-oiled. Machine well, I think team. legit,
2: it's like a year goes by. Like yeah. that montage was like a year. A year I wish and a they
0: half. established a bit better the timeline on yeah. it. Yeah. Because it felt like
2: it was really short, but, like, if you look at the time, because he joins up in, like, 41 or 42, and he dies in 45. So mm-hmm. that's solidly two years that he was, like, running around with the commandos.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do agree. that I, I feel like a lot of the parts of this movie went on a little long, and you probably, in my opinion, could have taken out about 10 minutes, and it would have been a lot tighter movie. But it wasn't, at least for me, obnoxious to the point that it was distracting. Like no,
1: I think I think it was just like at points where I was, I would eye roll a little bit internally and be like, "Okay, movie." Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
2: I mean, when I talk about it later, I'm like, "Yeah, okay, I guess that makes sense." But anytime I'm in the movie, no, it's perfect. Oh, it's a yeah. perfect <laughs> length. It's a perfect film. I'm yeah. having a great
0: time. You're you're also slightly biased. You don't know that. Just ever tiny bit so slightly.
2: Anyway,
0: so they they get them down to only one base left. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they have the train stuff first.
2: Well, no, they're down to one base. Oh. They right. don't know where the secret base is. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, we also discover Steve has an eidetic memory.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Because um, he saw a map once and could recreate it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we didn't talk about him getting the shield. Oh, that's right. We
1: skipped over Guys, there's oh, so yeah, much he, to talk about. He got a
0: shield. Well, there, we we don't have time to talk it. We, we got. Know, we got it wrong. I know, but I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> okay, I'm so he sure. got a shield and Peggy shot at him and he, he didn't die. He picked
2: the shield. There's a lot of shields with a bunch of components. And he picked the one that was simple mm-hmm. and and... Smooth, I guess. Like,
1: yeah, we, we established
2: vibranium. Yes.
0: Yeah. Which is great. And this is
2: all we have of it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so now we're on a train. We're trying to follow Zola to figure out where the secret base is. And Steve. And that's the movie ends, and everybody's happy And everyone's happy no. forever. The end. I like that Steve's first on the train, and Bucky is fucking second. Mm-hmm. And none of the Howling Commandos, there's no comments or no questions. Everybody knows what order stuff goes in. Yeah. It's Steve th- goes first, Bucky goes second. Yeah. yeah. Steve and then Bucky, and then Gabe. And it's just yeah, the three of them. Yeah. And just well, they're like the tiny unit that goes mm-hmm.
0: in. Gabe and seems then, to it, be a
2: lot of like background fire. Like he's not sniper background support, but he's like big gun support behind Steve. Yeah,
0: kind of covering fire to yeah. keep people down.
2: So anyway, they get into a fight. Steve and Bucky work really well together as a team.
0: And then it goes terribly wrong.
2: And it goes horribly, horribly, heartbreakingly wrong.
0: That's fine. It gets Yo, better seven. Steve like
2: or Bucky picking up the shield and like trying to like do them both and i was Mm -hmm. like bucky no oh
1: bucky no Mm -hmm. bucky falls out of the train and dies and dies ish and dies oh he's he's dead definitely
0: dead and no one has seen any movies no one's ever
2: seen any after this actually we were watching with susan and she's never seen any of them so we had to hold our shit together (laughs) and be like fucking this one though we're like doing okay. And then she just mutters loud enough for Susan to hear, Yeah, definitely no one could survive that fall. I was like, What <laughs> are you doing? Shut your mouth.
0: That's pretty great.
2: Anyway, Bucky's dead.
0: We should have Susan on the show. We at should. Some have point. Susan. I like, asked her uh, if
1: she wanted to come.
2: Legit, we should get her for Avengers. That'd be fun. Because mm. this is a good cap. Of, yeah. Like, here's what the world is. Anyway, yeah. Steve can't get drunk.
0: Yeah, which is a bummer.
2: Because the Super Soldier Serum heals too quickly.
1: He's can-
0: obviously not drinking. Quickly enough. Well,
1: no,
2: he gets drunk with Thor. Uh, Thor has special.
1: Somebody needs no, to bring him oh, yeah. a bottle of like one fifty one or something like I ridiculous. I, I still, I don't think it would. I, Rubbing alcohol, just,
0: just lighter fluid. Ethanol. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's a great moment between Peggy and Steve where Steve is like, "He died because of me. I dragged him into this." And Peggy goes, "Did you respect him? Then respect his choices. Mm-hmm. He knew. He knew what he was doing. Mm-hmm. He loved you. He would have followed you anywhere." this was his, what he wanted. Yeah,
0: and he was a soldier in a war. Yeah, he knows what It's, what's it's an ever-present risk.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's also a moment where, where Steve, literally, who doesn't want to kill people, says, I'm going to fucking kill everyone.
0: Yeah. He got slightly yeah. angry.
2: Well, and there's Laterally. that moment later with Captain Phillips when he's talking to Zola, and he goes, the only person who would have stopped me from doing this to you you killed his best friend.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So you're
2: out of buddies. You're out of luck, You're bro. out of luck, man. You should not have let that happen.
0: Yeah. So they did at least capture Zola on the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets interrogated, and that's how they get the...
2: They trick him into turning on Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Because it's either you turn on Schmidt, or we put you... We tell everyone you turned on him, and then we put you in a place where he can kill you. Yeah. yeah. If you just turn on him in this room, we protect you, and probably Operation Paperclip your ass.
1: I was just about to say Operation paper. Yeah. yeah.
2: Fuck, God, that was such a good idea. That was great. So anyway, they're talking about how to infiltrate, and mm-hmm. Steve is an idiot. And literally, someone goes, "Well, we can't just knock on the front door." Like, and Steve's so like, "Wait a minute, why not, bro? Sure, we can." And I'm like, "Can anyone talk to him? He has a death
1: wish. I've, his I've favorite person in the world is dead. Like, someone needs to protect him from himself." So he just drives his motorcycle right through Ew. the front door.
0: He rides his motorcycle. Whatever. Don't be gross. Can I
2: I you, it both ways. Kenneth, who loves Star you Wars, have not. That scene with him in the motorcycle and the people following him every time reminds me of the um, forest on Endor! The forest speeder
1: shit. That reminds me so much of that. Mm -hmm. That's funny. It always reminds me of the scene from Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah, I can see that too. Mostly because of the forest,
2: it reminds me of Endor. Mm
0: -hmm. And the Ewoks that show up in Captain America. Real weird. I don't know how they got there. So strange. Yeah. Um,
1: But then he gets captured by Schmidt.
0: Yeah. Uh, I love those flamethrowers. Big oh, also. dude, that they was They look awesome. so cool.
1: Very okay, Stormtrooper.
2: Yeah. We got Schmidt and him get a second confrontation, because they kind of went at each other a little before. And uh, we get the line, I could do this all day. And also, what did Erskine see in you that like he didn't think I had? And he's like, I don't know, man. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I love it so much. And
1: then the Helen Commandos bust in through the windows.
2: Gabe, being a competent badass, comes through a plate glass window and lands solidly on a desk and then immediately starts shooting people. Yeah. That is amazing.
0: I would have broken my neck right there. I
1: would have broken both ankles and then my neck. (laughs) It's
0: fair. Oh,
1: man. And then we fight some more. We fight some more. We see that not only does Schmidt have a giant car, but he also has a giant Giant plane. fucking plane. Makes sense. Because he has a
2: tiny penis.
1: Yep. Full of bombs that he's going to land. So many bombs. That are, you know, labeled each one in English for some reason. No one knows. Makes sense. Okay. What's New York in German?
2: (laughs) What's Chicago in German? It's a bomb. It's Chicago. The bomb itself doesn't need to be labeled. We did that. We labeled bombs. Literally, the fucking, the two... Nuke bombs were labeled. No, well, they were. They, they, they were drawn their, on, and they had names. It wasn't Hiroshima, but like they had names. Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was like Big Betty. Big
0: little. Oh Little.
2: Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're they're Schmidt's not as creative.
1: All right, okay, Schmidt
2: wanted to make sure he had enough bombs for the right cities.
1: Like I get it. The movie wants us to know that. These bombs are meant for United States cities, but I found it to be very silly that they were labeled. It totally them. makes sense that that fucking crazy person
2: Schmidt would have literally labeled the bombs. <laughs> All right, fine. Chicago, <laughs> here you go. I don't know why he's Spanish. What? <laughs> that was weird. Oh, man. Anyway, Steve gets into a fight on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Someone comes at him with a knife, which is dumb.
0: Yeah, don't do that. Stand oh my God. 40 feet away and try he to He kills him. so
2: many dudes in this fight.
0: Oh, yeah. It's
1: great.
2: Well, he, like, deadlifts that one dude. He deadlifts him and throws him out of the
1: airplane. Yeah, that's... I was like, Steve, that guy's gonna... He's dead now. Yeah, that's gonna oh, yeah. suck. And then when he accidentally falls out of the plane into one of the tiny bombers and then he throws a guy into the propeller. No, he didn't throw
2: that guy into the propeller. The guy flying the tiny bomber... Like turned the plane up and then mm. they both slid and Steve managed to grab onto something and the other guy fell into the engine. All right, fine. That one wasn't on Steve. <laughs> um, we skipped the big kiss. There was a big kiss. Steve oh, and Peggy right. kissed. Oh and then yeah. Captain Phillips said, I'm not gonna kiss you when obviously he wanted to kiss Steve. <laughs> I mean everybody wants obviously. to
3: kiss. Obviously.
0: Yeah. And
2: then there's a big fight. I actually this fight enter I don't care about this fight. Like the the Bucky Red School fight. On the plane. I'm you mean like, Steve, Steve, what'd I say? Bucky? Bucky's dead, bro.
1: Oh, Bucky's dead. He's real dead. Not.
2: Steve and Red Skull's fight on the plane. The only yeah, cool was, part is okay. when they did the anti-grav stuff and they were like flying and floating. Yeah. That was yeah. Cool. I
0: need more fights. Shield did in it better. Zero grab. <laughs> yeah, they did.
2: But yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I get it's like the big bad fight. It's like the big fight for the end, but I kind of think
1: it's boring. It's funny, though, because uh, we were talking about this a little bit when the movie ended: is that when Red Skull barehanded picks up the cube. And it opens this thing in space that looks, I mean, like space, space. And it reminded me so much of Asgard that when we see him get, like, disintegrated or whatever, seeing the his end, like, follow Loki falling into space, I assumed that those two assholes were going to meet up somewhere.
2: Yeah, we were pretty sure Avengers was going to be Loki and Red Skull have teamed up somehow. Oh, that would have been pretty To come back crazy. and, like, fuck up the world, mm-hmm. which would have been great. But I guess Red Skull's is just dead. Though we didn't see a body. He was yeah, just he
0: atomized? Could pop up later, but I hope he doesn't. Yeah.
2: Nah,
1: he's not super great as he's a He's not a great villain. Yeah. He's just a racist. Oh, yeah, he's just
0: very one-dimensional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which definitely works in World War II when mm-hmm. he's a Nazi. Right. Just well, not much fun later.
1: It's it's good because he's the Hitler analog, but we can actually beat him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you can't just have Steve beat Hitler. I mean, not really. Yeah, because that didn't happen. That didn't happen.
0: I mean, Hydra didn't happen either. That doesn't stop there. Was a
2: deep science division of the Nazis. Oh, yeah. And they were fascinated by myth and folklore. Dude, yeah.
0: Well, look, I saw Indiana Jones also. I (laughs) know how this
2: goes. (laughs) Anyway, that
0: would have been exactly the same if he hadn't been there.
2: He beats Red Skull and then decides the best thing to do is crash a plane. Yeah. Just make lot of stuff no, I, he's real not dumb really sometimes. well I've, I've i've decided in the 75 times i've watched this movie that it's because he doesn't know how to fly a plane because mm-hmm. how would he know how to fly a plane schmidt put it on autopilot and mm-hmm. he probably doesn't know how to get it out of autopilot because yeah. he's never flown a plane
0: he's probably having to struggle the all entire yeah time all keep he knows crashing.
2: right is that like he has to stop it so i've kind of in my head given them a pass mm-hmm. but it's pretty dumb yeah it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but like we have to get from point A to point B.
1: We have to get him frozen and 70 years into the future. Yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I understand. The and, rules. you know, you could have it would have been cleaner if in the fight with Red Skull, Red Skull had died and then Steve had been knocked unconscious and then the plane just crashed, just crashed. itself. Or like Red Skull had ruined the controls or something. Mm-hmm. But but then without Steve to make that conscious choice. That it does take choice, away his agency. Well, it yeah. yeah, and it's so much more heartbreaking. And we get to have that last conversation with Peggy. Oh
3: yeah, which, which is geez. the most
1: heartbreaking. Depressing. Oh my god! The most fun part about Stephen Peggy's relationship is that no she gets happy, ever. Well, She gets <laughs> she gets to bury him, and then he gets to bury. That's her. what I yeah. think is fun too. <laughs> Super
0: I fun. think they have a different definition of fun. No,
2: they're literally a Shakespearean tragedy. Yeah. It is heartbreaking. They met and they did. I believe that they loved each other. I believe Mm -hmm. that they didn't really get a fair shot. And if he hadn't died, they would have been together. Oh, yeah. But But it's
0: okay because her niece is around.
2: Gross. (laughs) Gross. We don't talk about that. Oh, man. Gross. So, anyway, yeah, he crashes the plane and they have that horrifying conversation where he's supposed to meet her for dancing on Saturday.
1: But he's dead, though. But he's dead, though. It was pretty sad for Susan watching this for the first time because she doesn't know any she of these has characters. No idea. So she assumed that that was really going to happen. That he was going to. Uh, yeah. She, that we were going to cut to Peggy at the store club, and he would be. He'd womp. just like walk in
2: late, and then they'd be together. And we were like, "Oh man, no,
1: that's oh, real no. awkward. Oh
2: no, this oh, is
1: oh, no. this is a tragedy. This is <laughs> yeah. not end happy."
0: Sorry, Susan. Yeah. So uh, we time jump. So, well, Which okay. He, here's he wakes another up. problem. Okay.
2: You're telling me they didn't do some fucking research on what goddamn year Steven Rogers died? Oh, they're I, gonna play a fucking game from before he was even in the army?
0: I assume somebody completely dropped the ball and was like, it's it was be- they're like Oh, they probably won't playing, even notice uh, playing space. Yeah. It's the
2: fucking
1: Galaga <laughs> guy. It's because Colson wasn't there to
2: yeah, manage the Colson was like trapped in New Mexico and he would have been like, If you put that game on, I'll kill
1: you myself. Mm-hmm. He'll know. Yeah obviously, any Captain America aficionado would know, would know that he was at that game. Oh my god. Or that he was a big
2: fan of baseball and would have been listening to that game. Steve loved the fucking Dodgers. Come on. He loved them. Also, I'd really like, legitimately, there's no way, even with the right game, for that to fly. Mm-hmm. Because he knows where he went down. He knows he died. For him to, like, suddenly wake up in this thing and not much time has passed, I think he never would have trusted it.
1: Well, I mean, the thing is is that he he knows the way that the Nazis operate And like Right they, he would
2: have assumed
1: It was a Nazi thing That they That he had been Captured And that this was This is a trick, it a trick. Mm-hmm. Because it'd be too easy For him to just Wake up back in New York yeah. yeah
2: Well also like The first thing that happens Is he's lied to And then the second thing He sees are Like trained Military men In all black mm-hmm. So of course He's gonna go Shit he's I'm like, in a ah, Nazi
0: installation Time to run Also and then-
1: The first guy Who comes through that door Is straight up Like modern age SWAT gear Yeah He's like, what? They yeah. didn't even try to put their their muscle in something period appropriate. Yeah. Like
0: World War Two MPs right? or something. Yeah.
2: And so of course he kicks two of them through a wall. Yeah. And that's fine.
0: And then apparently Shields like secret healing is in the middle of time Times Square. Square. Yeah. So he pops out and is like the fuck what is going on?
1: Fuck? Because if he had just run out in the middle of some like nothing. Or, yeah. or just some nothing side street in New York, or just some other random they city. They never
2: should have had him in New York is the thing
1: because he knows
2: what that city looks like. He knows what that city sounds like. Oh,
0: sure. But it gives it a very cool, iconic like, oh, it does. pan around You're shot. You're not around.
2: To say definitively this, this is the is future New yeah. year, and it's the future. Yeah. And then we get... We get we um, get Fury. We get Fury.
0: And they're going to be best friends Hey there,
2: Cap. I like that he called him Cap. Yeah. I like that a lot because I think Fury knows his stuff and he does his research and he knows how to like talk to this guy mm-hmm. and I like that it kind of reminds Steve remember how you were in the army and it also lets steve know maybe these are the good guys because they call he calls him i don't know it's a really
1: nice moment for it's, me it's it's funny though because fury if you don't know him looks like a bad guy
2: he does <laughs> in his fucking all black trench coat and his patch.
1: i would say the one thing that might sell it for steve is that the nazis not would generally not,
2: hired black guys would not mm-hmm. have hired a black guy
1: nope mm. <laughs> But yeah, so he's and then we him. get
2: the most crushing ending line of any film ever made. I had a date. Womp womp. I cried so hard at the first time. I cried so hard. I cry every time. I managed to not cry too hard because Susan was there this time. But That's like, you, you I, gotta got keep your shit together. I got choked up. I got choked up because
1: fuck you. Every time we watch this movie, we sit on the couch and then we just smack each other it's in awful. the arm and, and the leg all the melt.
2: time. And we're just like, and no, this is why I did not
0: watch this movie with you. Know. Had
2: a date. We just
1: like flail at each other.
0: No, <laughs> man. Let me tell you though, like, and then you know, then it has hit the little spoiler. Then has thingy. the the, the Avengers in the, trailer. The bag. But then, yeah, it like watching this in the theater and then having the Avengers trailer just, like immediately I after. Lost my shit.
2: Lost my shit. So cool.
0: Because, goddamn.
2: Goddamn. I remember how fucking excited I was for Avengers too. I was like, holy shit, we're like putting this whole thing together. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. god. Uh, so good.
0: Okay, so thoughts on the movie?
2: It's my favorite. I love this movie. This is the movie that introduced me to Captain America. This is the movie where I fell in love with Captain America. I already had a thing for Chris Evans because mm-hmm. of a, a variety of other films including Fantastic Four. The film <laughs> cellular um ooh and
0: a uh, sunshine
2: that's oh better. God and Sunshine, earlier yeah. and Sunshine and Captain or
1: Push and The Losers oh, I love Push. and damn it. Yeah. Oh, I love
2: The Losers. Yeah, well, he's been in really so like
1: many sevens. fucking <laughs> movies. Also that 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 makes uh, Captain America or Marvel I guess the, his third comic book franchise. Yeah. yeah, he's in three. Well, and then Push, what's Push? Is Push uh, also a
2: comic.
0: Push was original content oh, but okay. in a very comic book style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd give him like
1: 3.5. But yeah, so he hit Marvel, Mar- DC. Marvel, no, Marvel twice and Vertigo. Yeah.
3: mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
2: Anyway, um, so yeah, this is the movie where I fell in love with the character, Captain America and Steven Rogers, and then I started reading co- Captain America comic books, and then like I'm fully... He's my favorite hero ever in the history of time. So obviously, I love this film. Are we ranking them now, or are we just talking about the movie? Uh,
0: we're, we're talking first, and okay. then we'll rank.
2: I loved this movie. I get why people maybe didn't like it. I love that they filmed it in sepia tones. I love how much it felt like World War II. I loved Peggy Carter I thought everybody was really well rounded. Him and Bucky's relationship murders me. Like it was so fucking good.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, what she said.
0: Oh great. Okay, <laughs> we're literally on the same page on this. One.
2: I, I there's, she loves Bucky a little more than I love Bucky, but oh, that's sure. from comic books.
1: There's a uh, big part of the the Tumblr community. You know, I'm I've seen Tumblr. I've seen every shot, every angle, every micro expression of this film so many times. Correct that it. It's almost tough to talk about it as a whole thing because I'm so used to taking one part, pulling it out, and, super and then super digging into super that, digging yeah. into that yeah. one part. There, there's so much good stuff in it. I mean, I, I love, I love the way that Steve and Bucky are with each other. The way they're, they're like, they're vaguely like shitty to each other, but in such a good friend way where they just. It's in a way where they grew up together, and yeah. this is how they show
2: affection in a time when you couldn't really show mm-hmm. affection.
1: And there are so many threads. So many seeds planted in this film for all the stuff that's going to come later mm-hmm. that makes even the more benign moments so devastating for me to watch. Mm-hmm. I love everybody in this film.
2: Yeah. Yep. 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 What about you? On a rewatch, because remember re-watch, last week you were like, I don't even like movie. Oh, yeah.
0: No, it it held up better than I remembered. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm wondering how much of it was... I just had kind of negative memories of it, so I went in with super low expectations mm-hmm. for this rewatch. But I had a pretty good time with it. Cool. It 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 the the pacing didn't feel great to me at times. Um, I, I think they could have chopped a bit and it would have flowed better. Mm-hmm. But it was a fun movie. I, I enjoyed it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay, so ranking wise, I think this is where we have to have a second cheat. because there now it's best Marvel films ranked.
0: Oh no, this is just purely or and you favorite. Get...
2: No, I want I want i don't care what you want i I would so this is is a favorite favorite, not best whatever she doesn't want to hear us argue
0: so go first
2: okay ranking favorite like favorite favorite it's got to be cap first it's cap iron man thor iron man 2 incredible hulk i'm sorry
1: incredible hulk i still love you Mm -hmm. okay for me it's gonna still be iron man still gonna be first Mm -hmm. and then uh iron man and then cap and then thor and whatever else i said
0: (laughs) that's fair uh, yeah, so you are Iron Man, Cap, Thor, Iron Man 2, Hulk. Mm-hmm. I am going to go with Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, Hulk, Iron Man 2. Don't make it weird.
2: God, really? <laughs> Iron Man 2 still at the bottom.
1: There's so much good in that movie. Oh, there was.
0: Hulk had more good for me.
1: Okay. That's just so fascinating. That's why it's like the opposite problem for me where I I found how much I really liked the Hulk. Mm -hmm. But, man, I still liked Iron Man 2. I still loved Iron Man 2. Like,
2: it's hard. Like, if Iron Man 2 didn't exist, yeah. But there's just so much more beats for more people in Iron Man 2 Mm -hmm. than Hulk. I still think Hulk is a solid film. I just
0: really liked that they were doing something very different with that one. And I think that helps it stick out That's why. That's
2: why I think Thor is so great, too, is it's a different version of a story we've seen a thousand times. And so that's why it's still, you know, it's number three for me.
0: Yeah. Also, good job to the two of you. You have officially... Have we split? You have split.
2: We We are separate people. Yay! Yay! I mean, it's
0: exactly the same except Iron Man and Cap. Are the only differences? That's because,
2: like, I can see why Tony, like Iron Man, should be my favorite because it's a it's a better movie.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't but matter. This doesn't, is our our it's happy enjoyment. list. I
2: love Steve Rogers and I love mm-hmm. Captain America. Yeah, and Iron Man is good, but Steve speaks to who I want to be a lot more than Tony does. So. Mm-hmm. Well, when we get to Winter Soldier, that's going top. of the oh, list. Oh, top of the. I can tell you right now, top of the list.
0: Yeah, it's. I'm really curious to see where this goes, just because. I sometimes forget how many freaking movies there are mm-hmm. and so then I'm many. like, "Wait, god, we've got like 15 more to go." Legitimately,
2: I can see right now that at one at some point in these, Iron Man's going to slip above Cap 1. I can't tell you when, but I know that's going to happen for me. I don't know why.
0: Oh, you you're under the assumption you get to reorder this? No, I'm saying to oh. you
2: cuz we reorder it, re, reorder it every time. Oh, no, I keep, keep mine the same, what? just putting no. in the new yeah. ones. Yeah, oh, sure. no, mine are going to shift wholly.
0: Mm. I don't oh, like okay. this at all. That's just
2: like the way I remember Stubious. stuff and how I feel about it.
0: Okay. Oh, good thing you don't have access to the spreadsheet.
2: Come on, man. Super bummer. So, anyway,
0: that is our show. We will have our rankings up for you to discuss. And let us know what your rankings are. Mm-hmm. Um, if Come Iron Man 2 is at the bottom thumbs up to you you have good taste oh. and we will be back next week with Supergirl The Flash and Black Lightning but no Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because they toy with my heart should we Very add sad. in
2: something
0: no I just okay. man look I, I spent 25 hours <laughs> in the last two weeks playing Majora's Mask
2: that, that sounds am like a you problem Looking not forward a T V problem
0: to free time also go listen to Retrofecto we just put up Majora's Mask and man that game kills so, uh, thank you for listening. As always, we'll see you next week. Same Bam Time, same Pow Channel.
1: Bam Pow! I can't stop thinking that's the way I am. A one way
3: I get my feelings out of my head. This
0: has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.